Hello, everybody. Uh, you're listening to our new podcast, Embers of Autumn. It is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Uh, it's our next campaign after Beneath the Tide with the same player group, uh, and it streams every Wednesday at 9:30 p.m. Eastern Time on the Mimics and Monstrosities Twitch channel. You can find that Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash mimics letter n monstrosities. That's twitch.tv slash mimics n monstrosities. So come check us out. It's going to be a lot of fun. So just a quick announcement for those of you who have been listening to us on our podcast, like Anchor FM and everything. Huge fat shout out. We've got like 400 downloads over the course of like three days. So that's really cool. Um, I just wanted to say, uh, if you're watching our podcast or listening to our podcast and you want more information, uh, please follow us on Twitter at Mimics, letter N, Monstros. And you can also follow me on Twitter at JW. R J W R O S S S J W Ross. Um, that's where you can get all your updates for the, our stuff because we stream on Twitch and you can get more updates there. Uh, we do have a Facebook page, but I'm terrible at updating it. Uh, but if you want more information and how to keep up to date with podcast releases and stuff like that, that's where to follow. Follow me on Twitter and follow the channel on Twitter. I believe the links should be in the podcast description. And be sure to tune, tune, tune in to us. Uh, on Twitch, that's twitch.tv slash mimics letter n monstrosities. Um, yeah, again, thanks for all the downloads, thanks for everything, you guys are great. Um, just thanks a bunch. Uh, these two episodes of the podcast, uh, episode 13 of Embers of Autumn and our Legends of Wildmount, uh, Legends of Wildmount's gonna be a little late on Monday. That's today, uh, because, again, I was on vacation, so I didn't have time to upload it. And Embers of Autumn, the podcast, usually go, goes up on Fridays. But again, I was away on my vacation, and that episode is going up today. So, thanks for listening, bearing with the stuff, and thank you again. Au revoir! Nope. That's the right phrase. Bonjour! Bonjour! Bonsoir! Vitaillement! French is they say French is our second language here, language. but not a lot of people speak it. It's really only in Quebec. Quebec. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. They I love that dude on TikTok. They refuse. Anyways, hello everybody. We're back. Embers of Autumn. No Sam for a couple weeks, so just bear with us. Um, announcements. Uh, Charity of Choices, Color of Change. You can find the link in all of our VODs, our podcast, in chat. If you're in chat, uh, Patreon. Three dollar tier gives you supplemental content to for your D and D games, drag and drop stuff. Um, July's is going to be a, a week or so late because I go on vacation tomorrow morning. Yeah. So yeah, for a week. Um, nice. So yeah. Um, and also, any, everyone listening to our podcast, thank you so much, so much. So today. Even though I thought we were special, I guess we're not. Uh, if you're listening to our podcast, you may notice some ads, some sponsorship ads. Uh, so, if you listen to our podcast, check it out. Make me some money, and hopefully, that money that's earned on there can go to a Canadian bank account <laughs> of a certain DM. Yeah, so I can. If pay. it's in American dollars, even better. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, I just bought some candles from the states. Cause our dollar oh, sucks. Fuck. It um, sucks. So yeah, enjoy me reading an ad in, in those podcasts. Um, 
I have an Etsy yes. store. This is something that I sell in my Etsy store. It's a cute little mushroom. They come in weighted and non-weighted. And you can get these cute little uh, French knot tips. And they, uh, if you need it, they can help with anxiety with the weighted ones. And it's like sensory and weighted and it feels different in the two places. If you need help with grounding. That's it. We. Who doesn't? You um, stuffed my hodge for me, Kate. Um, check it out. What's the link to your Etsy store? It is etsy.com slash katecraftstudioux. Um, yeah. Uh, July 8th, our Thursday night game is returning. So come on out. Takes place in the Shadowfell. Who doesn't love the Shadowfell? Um... I did an Alice in Wonderland one shot in the Shadowfell. Shadowfell's fun. Um, Shadowfell remind anyone else of like Coraline? Not yes, because like it basically it's basically what it is. It's a mirror, a darker mirror. Yeah, um, that's a that movie's fucked up. It's so fun and fun. Um, speaking of fucked up and fun, uh, no start date yet for the Ravenloft campaign that we're rebooting. And no start date yet for the Soldiers of the Lich Queen follow-up-ish thing. Uh, but last we left off, you all fought some weird stitched-together creatures in a laboratory under the Platinum Mines. Killed them. Found some information. Found a note that could not be deciphered by anyone in the party. Um, Dax attuned to a ring of mine shielding. Had a good time. You left the mines with coins platinum. Made your way down the mines, or down the mountains. Uh, hung out in some towns. Hung out in Belgrove, picking up contracts and just coin doing a sermon for the guards of Belgrove due to the day of forgiving a day of like airing the airing of grievances essentially from Festivus and uh, long story short the party made their way back to Giant's Cradle you're in Giant's Cradle now to get coins new weapon so that's what we're picking up with you all entering Giant's Cradle at 11 a.m. Uh, the day of the week is Malden, right? The day of the week is... The 15th of Bluden? Thalden, the 15th of... Thalden, thank you. Yeah. Oh. Core. Oh, no, wait, wait, hold on. It is Malden, yes. You're right. You were right! Go ahead. Go ahead. Can't hear you, kid. <clears throat> oh, there you go. Can you can you hear me now? Yeah, yes. yeah. Sorry, that was weird. Uh, do you know how long it takes to uh work this type of metal? Uh, 
I am unsure of the precise um, time structure. I imagine uh, it is similar to how I have, you know, maybe similar. It took me a long time to mine it. It may take a long time to craft it, but also we are dealing with a master craftsman who makes tools all the time and also he could have already been making something from things in his shop. I don't know. I did not uh, ask the details of how it would come about the miraculous. Have you ever <clears throat> met someone and sort of like uh, vibe with them and just know that they will uh, have your back when they like you just you're like ooh you know what I yeah and you like finish each other's sentences about a specific subject that is our weapon bond that I have with Ofa I think think that we have a specific weapon bond of like ooh yeah like I've been sitting on an idea I want to share with Ofa that I think might you know uh, uh, excite ideas for him for future um, weapons. I am interested to see this. I thought you might be too, but I wanted yeah, I wanted to save it for Ofuck. Oh, um, I mean the final product. Oh, yes. Well, that is true too. Well, shall we? As you enter town, the blacksmith is right there. <laughs> as soon as we oh hello <laughs> yeah because the shop's right at the gates hello I got something for you do you have something for me <clears throat> just that little kobold is carrying like <laughs> shit uh, on his back. let me reach underneath the four tents that I have and also let me push aside this uh, maybe small like a huge uh, uh, rubber slide for some no that is that's in the bag of holding yep um yes <clears throat> one two three four five it is a lot that did that is what i'm saying there's uh ten here all right uh four for the weapon or six for the weapon mm-hmm. and i'll buy the, the remaining four off of you for one thousand gold pieces total Two hundred. It's about a pound of this stuff sells for about two hundred and fifty gold. So, I am glad to do business with such a stalwart uh, human. I had wanted uh, not human. I acute. I understand. Semantically, I got cross-eyed. I apologize. You mean person? Yes, that is the word I would. You nailed it on the head, Kenna. You, you smashed it most expertly. Yes, that was, I mean, you're a stalwart person who... You know, okay, can I, can I share a weapon idea with you? Of course. I wished for... Recently, I wished for a platinum statue of Bahamut. And I saw it. It was in my hands 
for two to three minutes and I looked at it and its head it went boingy boingy boing and it had a spring in it and I saw its head going boingy boingy and it went up and down and I stared at this and I look at its structure and I imagine what if there was such a weapon that could expand and contract with I don't that is all I have right now like a whip sword okay Kramer uh and such a, can such a thing be made I think so it's all about mechanisms and switching yeah I think so This seems like a, an incredibly. That is how. That you took words out of my mouth. Just one. Do you think. I, I have to do some research. And... I think that I would. I, I would imagine me just screaming bobblehead at you and boinky boinky would not, you know, pay the bill, as the doctor says. Yeah, I have to think about it and, like, look into things and look into mechanisms and kind of like he kind of like gestures with his hand like when you swing it would like I'm like picturing swinging the weapon and then the blades like segment and extend that is what I was thinking as well and I was wondering if it could apply like I, I'm spitballing here but it would certainly be used to slow down other people you were trying to bring to justice. Yeah. It would even, like, I mean, for practical applications, I mean, it's, you stow it and it's not a big deal and then pff, covers a big distance. Like and a, then they I, got a 15 foot reach. Oh, I, well, I mean, I, I, that seems unfathomable to me. That is. Yeah. That is mm, His eyes kind of like that is, sparkle with just like anticipation. He's like, I'm going to look into this. That is like five times my height. Yeah, it's really exciting. That is that is very cool. However, how, oh, about, yes. you, how about you take this for a test drive? And he sets this, what looks to be a sword that is the mixture between a long sword and a rapier, and is made from platinum. It can be. It's basically a finesse and versatile long sword slash rapier. So it's a long sword with finesse. So you can use your dex modifier with it. The pommel of the weapon is forged into the head of a platinum dragon, and the hilt appears like flared-out wings. And he hands it to you, and I will add that to your equipment. That is... This is... You are truly... Bahamut has truly worked through you, and I, I don't... Uh, I, I, first off, I say Bahamut be praised. And secondly, I say to you, uh, with no pressure or any uh, knowledge of who you worship, I, Bahamut truly works through your forge and through your mind, and it is a gift you have. This is, I, I, I thank you so much for this, for this gift. And I'm calling it a Federschwert. Which is a real weapon that existed. 
you you know that I'm absolutely going to Google that right now. Do it. And then I'm going to look it up on the internet. But he hands you this beefy, essentially rapier, but also with like long sword capabilities, and just, but not big enough that it's you can wield it without. It's not like he's giving you like a massive. Yeah. But he hands you this weapon. I've added it to your character sheet already. Perfect. You um, can't homebrew non-magical items on D and D Beyond, so it just appears as if it's not magical. That is that is absolutely fair. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to. Did you have? Um. Did you have? This is this was something that we. I want to give him the the silver. Uh, offered the silver uh, rapier that he had. This was something that we collected from the the werewolf who was, you know, uh, harassing the town. So I wanted to offer it to you as it is a weapon of that caused pain to the town and I if you wanted to melt it down and make spikes out of it or offer it up as something for the people are you, yeah. sure, are you sure you don't want to hold on to it up to you I I have no use of it other than ego Right. And, and I think it is something I could let go unless you think unless you think it would maybe mend a bridge with the hunter's guild probably not okay well then I think it was best served in the hands of a master right. craftsman like yourself well silvered weapons are pretty expensive so here's a hundred gold I thank you again for your generosity of both uh, wallet and spirit. I appreciate the platinum and giving me ideas. Mm. I would see you again, friend, and you will let me know when you have your sketches and your schematics. And I imagine you'd like me to do that to this weapon I just gave you. Yes? You could... You could use... What you just gave me as raw materials for this for a new weapon? Yeah, I could pro- yeah let's say customization purposes. Yeah. That is. Let's make this a real RPG. Let's upgrade. Let's fuck with equipment. Yeah. That is incredibly generous. That uh, you, there's uh, these mountains. You can go get these kyber crystals, and we can make it even more cooler. A lightsaber? He didn't say that. He didn't say that. I was gonna say I'm actually more like one of the Emperor protectors, the one that has the. Oh yeah, those things. Those things were cool. <laughs> I mean, it, it was it paled in comparison to just a straight up lightsaber, but, but it they're, was still they're, they're still pretty cool. It's really badass. Um, uh, that is uh, that is generous, and you, um, you can look for us. You can communicate us. If you can contact the Faust Fi- and Furious, <clears throat> is that the your Fa- adventuring name? 
that is that is the party that I this that is that that's us. I skipped that in the recap by accident. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm furious. That's Faust. Mm. What is up? I'm kidding. We're we're all the Faust and the Furious. It's it's a pun on a fist. I, I get it. Um. Uh. Well, here's your eleven hundred gold. Thank you so much. And uh, you will let me know. You can get a hold of us and let me know. Yeah, I'll send a letter. I'll, I'll send a letter. Yes. Anywhere to the Faust and the Furious, we are on. We will. We will probably leave a lot of you know. Uh, Bodies and broken hearts in our way. Well, if you're registered with the Wayfarers Guild with that name, it won't be hard to find you with letters, so... Perfect. That makes more logical sense than my uh, crass chicanery. Um, uh, thank you so much again for for your friendship and yeah. your art. Not a problem. All right, then I will leave you to it. Thank you. Yeah, uh, you just got oh, 1,100 gold. Yes. You, you uh, talk about letters. Um, have any been delivered today for us by chance, actually? Uh, you'd have to check it at the Wayfarers Guild. Not here, though. We don't have one here. Uh, <laughs> nope, not here. When does the courier uh, normally stop by? Uh, if you're sending them through the Wayfarers Guild, it's instantaneous. You have to then. If you're sending letters through the Wayfarers Guild, the people you're sending to have to go pick them up at a Wayfarers Guild place, etc., etc. Uh, sometimes people just can. Some people can send messages telepathically with magic. Dax just kind of like solemnly nodding. Uh. Yeah, no letters here that I'm aware of. Thank you. Uh, you could find the, you might find the courier, uh, but again, if you send it to the Wayfarers Guild, then it probably they're probably being delivered to a Wayfarers Guild. Anything else, everyone? Got a lot of money to spend now. We sure do, Ophic. Uh, we'll be sure to name you as our primary sponsor. Oh, um, sick. Big and famous. Um, we will fuck. not forget your generosity. Oh, fuck yeah. All right. You're going to be the biggest uh, uh, blacksmith in all of Anundale. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. That is if we uh, don't tragically die on our next mission. Makes sense. Alright, well, I got work to do, I guess. <clears throat> Thank you again. Not a problem. Have fun with your newfound wealth. Have fun exploring your odyssey of knowledge and art. Oh, I will. Whip swords. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If I make these, and they become popular, actually, if I make you this whip sword, will you advertise that I made it? Do you want me to scream your name as I yeah judge 
Yeah. Those who who would fall to Bahamut's claws. Or for anyone who sees it, that is, you're not trying to kill. Is like that's a cool weapon. Where'd you get it? Oh, I would even imagine a world. I mean, if you want to, if you want the blade to bear your mark, I would not. Uh, I would not. Mm, oh wait, no, that is. I was just thinking that what I was about to say was, on second thought, sort of blasphemous for a sacred weapon. But I will tell everyone who, who, with whom the instrument was made. I do not want, I do not wish to make you or I idolers. I do not wish for us to worship at a throne that is ego. But I would say with no ego, I am currently holding one of the finest, and like he has it like well balanced on two fingers. Spins it right in. This is cool. one of the most beautiful weapons I have ever seen. Good to know. Have fun with it. I will. I will smite many who deserve to be smote. Good to know. All right. I got work to do. Yeah, I'm. I'm. This is. We're having a real Minnesotan goodbye. We are. Uh. All right. For real now. All right. So, good. And he. And he Walks into the back of his shop. <clears throat> I'll be the same. <clears throat> All See right. you later. Uh, Bye. <clears throat> so, uh, now that that's finished, uh, do we want to go to uh, Old Anundil for first or Varanmore? As you're saying this, one of the guards kind of one of the town guards walks past and goes, "Oh, Varanmore is closed currently to outside uh, traffic." May I ask why? Uh, someone saw, they, there's been sightings of a green dragon roaming the wild, so travelers are currently not allowed in that area until the problem has been taken care of. Oh. It hasn't gotten anywhere near the settlements, thankfully, but they're keeping the roads closed to traffic just to make it safe. How big is it? I don't know, I didn't see it. Just a I'm, green dragon. I'm pretty sure they're at least bigger than Koza. And and Koza was pretty big. Um, so I guess we're heading to Old Anundale then. Oh well, uh, the guards remaining. Uh, <laughs> how are you all planning on going there? Oh, we got friends in the capital. Um, oh, you going stuff and have connections and the like. Well, if you're looking to take a ship to Old Anundil, it's one silver per mile. So you all have you have enough gold now to do that. Because it's once I've already calculated the costs. Uh, if you're going to Old Anundil, you could take the airship. That is significantly less time than the sailing ship. Uh, and if you have a full-time student or teacher of the Soulspire Academy, which you do not you could use a teleportation gateway. But hey, Ben, are you full-time status? Uh, at... No, I'm more of an associate. All right. This is a fancy way of saying adjunct. Do you even have an office? I yeah, feel like... are you even on the tenure track, Ben? Uh, I'm not full-time, if that's what you're asking. Oh, so you like... couldn't use a teleportation gateway. I feel like this was supposed to be a fun uh, ribbing, but I've missed the mark. 
I feel like I went too hard in the paint on a friend. I am learning how to raz. Now, if you take the airship, it does stop in a very cool city along the way for a little break. You can stretch your legs, but if you're taking the sailing ship, it's just direct. I mean, little vacation spot might be nice. If we're, you know, it's like kind of like a cruise vibe where we're, you know, we stop at this big city before we reach our destination. We get some cool hats with the name on it. Have you guys not traveled? I have never left Anundial City until I met you. All. You all. I mean... Every day is sort of a travel extravaganza. Alright, so I'm gonna start making some hats for us. So we don't get lost. Also, we are all wearing... I had, I have seen groups of children all wearing the same clothes together and forming a daisy chain as they mm -hmm. pass through. Yeah, with like the colorful rope. Like the dad rope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we did that a lot growing up. Uh, I say to you, fellow, what is the cost of of you said one silver per mile what does that calculate for depending on where you're going i don't know where you're going 100 uh, percent you'll get it's a silver per mile roughly you'll know more if you you know talk to the people who run the ships that is i had confused i thought you were an ambassador no just a passing guard who didn't want people to wander into a dragon's land that is a uh, very kind of you Perhaps before we go, uh, well, we do have connections here. It would be nice to get in good favor of the rest of the townspeople. You would remember that the rest of the townspeople aren't too fond on your group currently because of the incident with the werewolf. That's why I'm asking. That's why I'm asking. We, if we're going to be here often, it would be good to maybe do some tasks for the people. Getting I mean, in their good graces. Uh, we can ask around, see if they even want us doing jobs for them right now. They may not even give us a shot. We could certainly check the temperature and see if we have, see whether or not we have poisoned that well. Our cast detect temperature, it's 75 degrees out. Beautiful. It's quite nice. Partly cloudy, 28% uh, humidity. <laughs> it's autumn, so probably not. <laughs> so what do you suggest, Druck? Uh just while we're looking around, see if anybody needs anything. Like if, if the uh, local store is running low on something, ask them. If uh, the tavern is running low on anything, perhaps 
they're missing some type of food or meat. We might be able to help them. Like I said, wouldn't hurt to ask. So we uh, split up, ask if anyone needs any help. Kind of like door-to-door adventurer salesmen. Salespeople. Yes, I am the best convincing. But, uh, yes. Alright. Uh, then in that case, Kenna's gonna go just awkwardly nod uh, and start walking towards a house. Alright. Uh, I'll, I'll go with I'll go with Kenna. Ven will as well. Okay. Okay, you get up to the house. Hello? Can we help you today? Uh, this orc woman answers the door. No. Good, good afternoon. My name is Kenna. Do you need any help today, sir? Oh, um, man. Um, um, no. And just uh, shuts the door. I need to rework my uh, opening speech, guys. That was good. That was good. I would say maybe that. not soliciting people would be a good idea. If a little, it sounded like you were very eager. You know, you you would want want them to come uh, 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 lay out breadcrumbs, and they could maybe chomp them like a duck and come to the full loaf. That is your generosity. Ah, uh, another idea. Usually, at least I had heard of this, where they would take someone and put them in a uh, a lock, and the community would throw things at them. But it is was considered in some places to be a type of communal healing, where if the person had done bad, they, they would be at the community's mercy and. Uh, after a certain amount of time there would be forgiveness because everyone would have had the chance to lay out their grievances I, I think that's called stoning and people often no no it's, they, you put them in the wood the wood brace yeah, they, that is known as the stocks and in the shadow yes, the in, the, in the shadow of Forgiveness Day, Druck. It seems that sh- the Forgiveness Day has had a very, it casts a very long shadow upon you. Why? Because you're entreating us to ask this community for forgiveness. Oh, yes. Also, Forgiveness Day was three days ago. Two days ago. It's a it's a very very long long shadow. Yes, but it is not, you know, the worst thing to live every day as if it were forgiveness, doing good acts to seek balance in your own eyes. We did not do anything wrong, but it is understandable that 
they would be upset in them. Yes. That, was, that was the only hole in your plan that I could see. Is that yeah. freed them of a war? It would be like pulling a thorn out of uh, someone's, uh, like an animal's paw, and then it's trying to bite you. You leave that animal alone until it is ready to come to you. Yes. That makes sense. But I suppose we could always leave breadcrumbs like the Faust Five is, is, you know, ready to help anyone and then we disappear. Good luck. <laughs> and he, like, wraps a knuckle on your armor. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but I am like a small dish yes it is loud but do you get all the pieces I don't know I don't know <laughs> have you checked behind the smallest stool there I am <laughs> I will make sure to throw silverware around whenever you try to hide <laughs> I mean he's already got a knife Your sword. Your sword is the nap of the silverware collection. This is a blade of art. <laughs> I mean, I'm. With oh, your... nice. Oh, performance. No. <laughs> if if your your chest plate, your armor is the plate, and and your shield is like a soup bowl, and your your sword is like the knife. You just need a fork, a spoon, and um, a, a napkin, or a dessert, or a bread plate. I don't know. Oh, if I'm aware, didn't we ask the individual at the Wayfarers Guild in the previous town to hold on to those two contracts for us while we were here? Yes. Uh, yeah, we did. We did. Yeah. They probably can't hold on to them indefinitely, I imagine. Yeah, we should probably start. Uh, yeah, we should just let this the heat die down here I mean Ofuk is probably Ofuk and the mayor are probably the only people that lack us right now yeah. um, with two prestigious friends one day we could have four friends and then those four friends could tell four more of their friends and then those eight friends could tell eight more of their friends and then those six you understand yeah this the the uh, cool breath of our deeds may lower the temperature of this hot hot broth that is this town currently for us well there's probably like 350 people in this town and we've oh, only got no there is 5102 there's a 5102 people in this town and right now we've only got two friends so it's gonna take a while before we start getting enough friends to have a uh, semi-positive reputation certainly not all 5,000 plus denizens want to uh, I'd like at least a thousand people who don't actively hate us I that's what I would bet like at least yeah. you know uh, one-fifth of the people were probably casually indifferent to us. 
or at the very least tolerate our presence. Yes. Let us let us move along to uh let us let us move forward. We had uh you had said there was someone then you had said uh, could anyone speak more on we, the mission? We yeah. offer, we offered that kobold uh he he's holding on to contracts for us. Yeah, we need to go back to uh Bob. I believe Bill. Bob Bill. Bill. Mm. Close enough. Bill, Bob Bill. Basically the same thing. Yeah, they're both short for William. Billy Bob. Bill Bob. Bob's short for Robert. <laughs> It could be short for Bill. Bill sure. Yeah, maybe. My friend's Billothy. You can call me Bob. There you go. This character that is for sure related to Kenna. <laughs> Kenna's third cousin is Billothy. All right. So, whomever are we planning, Bob? Are we planning to go to back to Alundil City in order to? get passage to Old Nandil and then proceed to Malarat. Seems like the only way. Hmm. Alright. Hmm. Let's go then. This entire time you have noticed Dax has just been rereading the letter that Thranazart gave her or you assume Thranazart gave her, and she's just been like rereading it over and over again. As you've been, as everybody's been talking, Dax not here. Like she has been like, like thinking and like mulling this over. Is, is she doing like Belle at the be beginning of Beauty and the Beast? Kind of walk as we're walking together with the book. Next, she's just reading. Yeah, pushes the sun up as water comes down on her. Basically, it's just like she's just—they're like rereading it, and like they—they they keep catching bits and pieces of you talking, like, "Oh, we should go here. We should go here." And every time they hear that, they just kind of like slightly, kind of like, hmm, to themselves. Would that be perceptible? Oh, hundred percent. Like she is just like, okay. Uh, Dax, do you have any uh, differentiating opinions? You've been um, reading that letter for quite a while. I would not say differentiating, but there is definitely something happening that Thranazart alerted me to. It's kind of the opposite direction from where we are from. But apparently there have been some rumblings from the Underdark and Things are coming up in areas that they didn't think from where they are on Coral Cove is one area that they know of that creatures could pass through and from the Underdark but apparently in uh, Swamp Keep Village you know like the, the forlorn forests around there some giants apparently they were- they attacked the village there. Some Fomorians. Some- and 
giants attacked an underdark village or vice versa? Coming from the underdark up to us. Okay. And it does not seem right to leave this be with this information and us us having a what's the word a clear slate so to speak we don't have any contracts we have to do at this moment but if we don't get towards the forlorn forests there more may die and we are aware of the situation now You, you do have a point we don't have we're not dedicated to any contracts right now but is this something that we shouldn't at least notify the Wayfarers Guild is happening hmm this uh if it's detailing creatures of the Underdark eh Theranazard wouldn't have just sent this to be if he didn't think I should not know so I think personally we should go and see what we can find out he hadn't sent me more information just <sighs> there was just a group of merchants attacked I don't does, know who they were but does Thranazard believe you can solve these problems well, he's seen me put an axe through people's heads before, so generally speaking, yes. Well, there is little. I suppose they might want to reason. Are they avoiding the guilt because of the cost of creating a bounty. Theranazard? No, I don't believe so. He, A few letters ago, he mentioned that something was happening throughout the Underdark, and it seems that it's starting to make a little more headway into our area of the world. The overworld, so to speak. Well, so are you suggesting we go to Coral Cove? Oh, I wish. <laughs> and you see Dax kind of like half laugh almost, which you're just like, wait, Dax just made a separate emotion besides fucking flat affect? And they just kind of like go down for a second. No, I'm suggesting we go to Swamp Keep Village. Let me pull out my map. That it's is the one with down. the bounty of the bodies upon shore. Yeah, that's the lighthouse bounty. Yes. Well, maybe we can do both at once. And maybe had um, this uh, job from, I say job in quotations, from Thranazart. Um, and disguise it as doing this other lighthouse job instead? Or maybe the two are even connected. That I don't know, but 
as long as I wouldn't say the Elicid are against the Wayfarers Guild. I would just say they can, like, you know, they can read certain people's thoughts. And, you know, sometimes people are just, they don't very well trust them. Is there, is there anything else that we should know that was written in your letters? From that one? Um, no, from that. He's just hoping nothing else comes from there before that. And you see her take out a second letter and she's like skimming through it to see if there's anything there. <sighs> Not that Druck doesn't trust Dax, but she's a bit cagey. So he wants to know if, like, I guess he wants to try an insight on her to, like, see if there's. Like something she might be holding back, or if there's she's hesitant about anything. Dax is just like legitimately like, like she's trying to like find if there's anything else useful. Like, she's not trying to be deceptive at all here. Okay. Just like a few letters ago, he just he mentioned that there were more illithids fleeing from the Underdark, so I don't know if that's connected, but there are things stirring and I'd like to go help at all possible. Well, that is <clears throat> an easy choice for me. For now, I have found that I have never There has been I've seen Bahamut work through me in more ways since our paths have crossed than I thought were possible. And I, I wish to repay this blessing and kindness and aid you. That is, that is what I yeah, of course. Um, and I mean, I did want to go to Varan Moor because of the fishing incident, but as always, there are adventurers out there doing these contracts, so maybe somebody will also do it in our stead. Or maybe we'll get lucky and we'll be able to finish the one, this one in time to help the people of Varan Moor too. Well, it depends on when my controlling entity is back. Our Mathnan is always with you, Exactly. <laughs> then I, I guess we're heading to Swamp Keep Village, then. Instead. Alrighty. Maybe we could uh, make our road there a little quicker by purchasing a mode of transportation? If we uh, were to... Feet? If it were feet, it would take a few 
Jace. If only Otto's Grotto had uh, more than one location, maybe it had. Yeah, if only they had a franchise. Mm -hmm. Giant's Cradle has (laughs) stables. You're still in Giant's Cradle. No one said you guys had left yet. Um, Oh yeah, no, we are. We are all. But again, the people maybe. All depends. Question. Mm-hmm. Does the river that follows the road to Bastille, does that go through the mountains or just along the range? The uh, southern? Along the range. Okay. So we have to go around. Ooh. Ooh. If we wanted to, we could, like, get a raft and just go down the river. It doesn't go uh, through the mountain range, though. No, you'd have to abandon oh, the river and you'd be. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Never mind then. Okay, I thought it connected to nope. the Bloodmore Bog. Nope. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, we'd have to somehow get all the way up to Lake Anundial and then follow the... No rivers actually get go to Bloodmore Bog. Oh. Oh, that makes sense. That makes He's a bog. He's a bog. He's a bog. Yeah, so we've got to go back through Belgrove, south through... Uh, Riddle. Riddle and Arrow Ran. Arrow and then yeah, Swamp Peak Village. It's a lot. It's a it's a lengthy little trip, <clears throat> but yeah. All right. You're a little quiet, Caleb. Oh, sorry. If we go to the stables, maybe we can stables. Uh, <laughs> we can barter with them and talk them into uh, giving us. We we are all all of you share in the bounty. Of Bahamut, and are all, we all find ourselves individually 220 gold richer, but collectively 1,100 gold richer. So we might as well, if we've got it, flaunt it. <laughs> also, I have a blister the size of a pancake. Uh, that is gone from my heel to my calf and is making it hard for me to to take a step without, you know, blood and uh, liquid falling out of it, filling my socks. Uh, we'll get a we'll get a cart for this one. Or maybe several ponies. Let us see what we have. Let us see. Maybe they're <laughs> or maybe they're just large snakes we could ride. I don't know. This is this is all new to me. But let us go. Cartwheels away. Cartwheels away. Okay, so you make way to the stables in town, then I guess. Okay, make way to the stables. They don't have horses or ponies. They have these massive. How do I describe this thing? It looks like a bull with shaggy hair and big curling twisted horns and he, oh, the horns are also covered in little like sp- horn like little spines it's a dire ox it's co- <laughs> it's sort of. my brain went furry yak yeah i just yeah. like yak or hair highland cow i just posted a picture of it of what uh. we see at the stables 
Oh, it's a bison. It's an aurochs. <laughs> ah. They are large. Big. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty big. So Dax and Druk could ride them, no issue. Anyone here could ride them, no issue. Okay. Does the salesman, like, slap its haunches and say, yeah, you can fit a lot of adventuring in this trunk? Sure. Uh, but you get there, and you see this uh, this massive half-ogre covered in tattoos and, like, metal piercings through, like, the nose and ears. And then, like, one of... And then it looks like some, like, of this animal's horns, like, also pierced through, like, places. And he's like, mm, what do you want? Uh, good afternoon, uh, master of the stables. Uh, yeah. We want to uh, purchase... Yeah. Uh, one or two of your animals to, to rent. Is that what we one? Just one? Uh, ones. These are uh, pretty. <laughs> these are pretty uh, hefty beasts. Uh, they can take a lot of damage. They can kill a lot of stuff pretty easily. They can move relatively fast. One of them is 400 gold. Excuse me, um, I need to roll back up my tongue as it has fallen out. How, how much do they eat? They can handle themselves as you're moving through grassy terrain. They eat grass. Hmm. How much did you say they were? 400 gold each. Right, right. One of these, poof, and he pats, he like just slaps it. This thing's taller than, it's about the same size as this half-ogre a little bit. They can carry a lot. Much more than a horse can. Don't know why people use horses, but... Huh. This how year's an aurochs. Uh, how many would we need for, to carry all of us? Could we all one. fit on... If it's pulling a cart, just one. Do you have carts for sale? We got wagons. Okay. And how much would it be to buy a wagon? Uh, 35 gold. Wagons can, The wagons can hold up to uh, 400 pounds. All right. That's from the book. So, 35 gold pieces for a land wagon. Basically a wagon. You also have to buy... Uh, no one's... Are you planning on riding the Aurochs? Or just attaching it to the cart? Um, I, I think all we need is a... Is a... Is a yoke and a... My horse knowledge is very limited. Brattles? Yeah. Brattles? Yeah, for a bit and brattle, it's two gold pieces. Okay. Bit and... So your total is going to be... Uh, and because no one's mounting it, it's 437 gold. Total. 437. Um... Unless you're buying... If, unless it's... But you're wanting it to be a mount, then you'd have to buy saddles and saddlebags. You'd have to buy what is called an exotic saddle for Morox. Yeah. But he's like, so you just want a wagon and a Norox and this stuff to steer a wagon? Uh, I I think yeah, I think that's what we're uh yep. needing. That's a, that's four hundred and thirty-seven gold. All right. Um. So between the five of us. We could just split it evenly with 87, and I'll just chip in the extra two. I have no money. 
No, you have you have two hundred and twenty gold. Yeah, we all just got two hundred and twenty gold from Ulfa. Hasn't been divvied up yet, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> Drunk, I guess, is like staring off into the distance. He like saw something. He saw like a bird take off and was like licking his chops as <laughs> as you guys are talking about Drunk, money. Coin <laughs> covers the the sack and like just shakes it at him. Oh, uh, I'll this add feels, twenty gold to Venn. This feels strange, but I will take it then. How much no, was it? Each two hundred and twenty each. Because yes, additional we gold. Yeah. yeah, we each got 220. 220 each. And then minus 85 a piece, you said? Uh, 87. 87. And then I'll chip in the extra two for the bit and bridle. Okay. All right. All right. Well, here's your rocks. Here's the ownership papers. Uh, What do you want to call them? Oh, uh, I mean, I look at everybody and I'm like, did we not just meet the Furious? No! This is the Furious. Or, maybe, or is it that or he's the Furious? He's the Furious. Scratch, 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 scratch. I'm all about, you know, creating a team ride, but I think we could just ask, ask this uh, fine fella his or her or their name. It's a he, look, and you, uh, the the half ogre like gestures down to this massive sack. Sex does not equal gender. That's right. Friend. That's true. Uh, uh, right. I ritually casting speak with animals. Okay, this is a beast, so it works. Yes. Hey, bud. Hello. My name's Kenna. What's your name? My name is Huxley. Uh, Huxley. And I look to everyone and say Huxley out loud. Oh, no, it's not Huxley. No, that's campaign one callback. Nope. Uh, <laughs> give me a second. Sorry, I, I take the good ones. <laughs> uh, my name is... Der Buell. Der Buell? D-E-R-B-U-L-L-E. Der Buell. Uh, and may I ask what your pronouns are, my friend? He, him. Okay, cool. His name is Dare Buell. Basically, <laughs> Dare, Dare Buell. Yep. There we go. Canon. And that is that is uh, a one name, one continuous name, or is it? It's, it's there's a space in it. <laughs> Okay. D E R space B U L L E. Another double name. Dead Buell. He starts chewing on some grass. <laughs> and I, uh, I uh, drop speak with animals. All right, still eating some grass. Is it possible to add this? Whoever our... wants to add it to their, whoever was going to be controlling it, I'd say can add it. So probably the person who has think... the highest animal handling. I think Kenna and uh, Druck have pretty good animal handling. Mine's 16? Or no, it's not 16, sorry, plus 6. Um, let me get my skills real quick. Uh, it's also a plus 6 for me. Also, Kenna, you just gained a new wild shape. Oh! <gasps> I think, if you can do CR2 for wild shapes. Oh, no, it only goes up to CR1. Well, this isn't a future one you can get. 
Regardless. I am currently at a quarter. How is this thing spelled? A U R O C H S. A U R. Oh, okay. A U R O C H S. Got it. But Kennel, cool. probably the one controlling it most, because Kennel can cast Speak with Animals. And just be mm-hmm. like, hey, buddy. Hey, bud. And who this? They have responded. They have name shared. And that is an important thing. Watch Kenna multi-class into a Beastmaster Ranger with Orox as their uh, companion. <laughs> or with uh, Derbule as their companion. Just silly eating grass. He's like, alright, you got your beast. Here's your written bridle. And then he pulls a wagon out. And it's a wagon. Yeah, it's a wagon. 400 pounds. Hold it, I can hold it to 400 pounds. Wonderful. Uh, let's get all our stuff put in and get a uh, derbule hook. Oh. Oh no. I think we've lost. I think we've lost Kate. And by extension, then. <clears throat> they will be back soon. Uh, are there any. Uh, do you have any tips for care of this aurochs? Don't get in its way when it's charging. Mm. That is, these are wise, wise words. Uh, in fights, should we disconnect it from the wagon? If you have enough time. It might run away. Oh. There's predators around. It's not going to stick around and, you know, hang around the predators. Yes. Good to know. Then we will uh, work as hard as we can to protect it. Him. We will protect Gibral. All right. Right, and what was what was your handle, my friend? What do they call Marv? Marv, it was a pleasure. You remind me of a friend. I have another friend who is his name is Otto. You should check him out at Otto's Grotto. Maybe you could do some sort of. I hate Otto. Oh well, then forget that. Nasty man. His, his name of his shop makes no sense. That is like your opinion. Okay. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. Enjoy your beast. All right. Enjoy your life of judgment. Bye. <laughs> Bye. So that was Marv the Half Ogre that runs the stables. Yep. Well, now I gotta change the fucking meme. That's fine. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So we load up the wagon. Load up the wagon. Yes. Let's get everything on and get moving. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. This thing can move at five miles an hour. 
That's for the DMG. Look at the DMG rules. Yeah. Yeah. Five, mi five miles an hour. You can move the number of miles equal to your speed divided by ten. Five miles an hour. So basically. Nice. Yeah. Two miles faster than us. Yep. That's nice. Plus, oh, we don't we won't again. get uh, we won't get traveling exhaustion. But this thing will. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, you won't be as tired towards the end of the Correct. day. Yeah. But this thing still needs to rest every eight hours. Yeah. Yup. All right. So you set up. You tie the aurochs to the wagon, and you set out of town. Click the clock, click the clock. All right. Is that what you that yonder Drux that yawned? Uh, both. Uh, Drug's ready to like relax and just. We've got a mode of transportation. He's half a mind to just. And curl up in the back of the, <laughs> back of that wagon and just nap the ride away <laughs> all right so uh generally usually the trip to giant's cradle belgrove is two days and four hours on the back of this thing it's only 12. nice but again after eight hours it's gonna have to sleep so yeah that'll put us probably about a night time right so it's of... yeah it's gonna be like 12 hours from now would put you at Again, I'm just going to hand wave a lot of this stuff because, who boy. Oh boy. Tracking this stuff is just not fun. So 12 hours from now would be 11 p.m. if you just went through the night, but this thing would be making exhaustion checks after eight hours. Yeah, I think it's okay to camp and finish it off in the morning if everyone's... Yeah, yeah. All right, so after eight hours then... Seven PM. Again, most of the party on here, so you guys spend the night camping. <laughs> so that's eight hours from now. Uh start making camp and stuff on that first night. Uh Druck will uh, approach Dax just ask How are you feeling? Well, honestly, it's going to be kind of nice being uh, by uh, where we're going, Swampy Village, because it's, I can just look across the way and see Coral Cove. Mm. It's close to where I come from. Where's that truck? Uh, just north of Dunmere. Oh. When was the last time you were back in Dunmere? Long while. I do not wish to return. That is noted. You see, Dax just kind of like fiddling with the invisible ring on her finger still. That um, thing's invisible till she fucking dies yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, 
So what should we be expecting more? I mean, I saw, I believe, who Thrana's art was when we first met the yes, things the, the face. Yes, I don't believe he will be in Swamp Keep Village. I might try to send him a message while we're there, maybe. He can make an appearance, but I doubt that, unfortunately. But maybe I heard wrong. I was staring off into the distance. Are we going to Coral Cove as well? Or are we staying at Swamp Peak? I would personally, Dirk, love to go visit Coral Cove, but I don't think it's that high of a priority. After Swamp Keep Village, we should probably see what else there is to do, but if you would like to go see it, I mean, if we don't have any contracts... Oh, I... I, I thought the content of your letter was that Coral Cove was in danger. Inadvertently, they have a grasp on... Well, for now they have a grasp on the tunnel from the Underdark there, and what is coming out from it, but this potential hole, entrance, exit, whatever you want to refer to it as, around in the forlorn forest around there it's it's a new unknown truck hmm. so are we helping call cove or are we just doing this bounty both I would say. And why can't it be both, Druk? How are we helping Korkov? By looking into what Thranzar told me about, and then we can see what's happening with the lighthouse. Hmm. Alright. Druk, Thranzar is my... Me and him have known each other for years now. He is more than just a best friend, like, we... I would- he has had my back through everything. I have had his back, and will continue to do so. So if he's concerned about something, I want to make sure I go look into it, because he would do the same for me. While Dax is speaking, uh, Druk opens up one of his cans of the, um, what was it, Justin? I deals? I Jelly Deals? Yeah. Jelly Deals. Yeah. And offers them to Dax. Dax just takes one. Just appreciate a Druk. Mm. You would do anything for your best friend, wouldn't you? Never had best friend. Mid-eel slurp just kind of stops. Chews for a second. Doesn't taste. It tastes like someone put eels in salty jello. 
It's not too late to have one, Druk. Maybe one of us will become your best friend in the future. Or maybe your bag of preserving will become your best friend. You like, you see him kind of, his eyes narrow and like, at first he leans towards you, but then he, you see him lean away so that he can actually see <laughs> you and try to gauge if you're fucking with him. <laughs> Dax is just, she's just trying to eat this eel. She's had worse. She's had yeah. better. He, he adjusts the, the pence in his glasses. <laughs> To maybe see <laughs> a bit better. Mm. Is that good? You enjoy the food? It is palatable. Mm. Yes. Fills belly. It's good. That it does, Druk. It does fill the belly. Mm. And he'll just pat his belly, roll over. <laughs> and go to sleep. <laughs> All right. Morning comes. Four hours left to get to Belgrove. And in those four hours, you get to Belgrove. At 9 a.m. So it's 17 of blue. Uh, 16th. And it's right. Thule Den. All we're planning to do here is grab the bounty Contracts. for Swamp Peak Village. Yep. The contract for Swamp Peak. Okay. And then we're heading out. Yep. Hit so stop. you go to the Wayfarers Guild with Bill, and he's like, Oh, you're here to pick up your contracts that I put on hold. Excellent. Uh, unfortunately, we cannot take those contracts yet. I imagine you have heard there is a good dragon. Oh, yeah, that contract, no one's taken right now. Yes. Uh,. All right. Uh, do you still want your other contract, or no? Uh, we may come back later for it. Instead, uh, we were hoping to I can't hold. I can't put. Peak. I can't put it. I can't put it on hold any longer than today. So it's how long do we have to complete it? I mean, like I said, I can't hold it here uh, after today. So someone else can pick it up mm. after today. He looks at everybody else. And again, like always, two weeks before the contract can get picked up by other adventurers. So the chance is, yeah. Is the lighthouse one still? Yes. I will take the many-eyed beast and the those who don't belong contracts off hold for other adventurers to possibly pick up. Because if you're going, if you're interested in the lighthouse contract. That's really out of the way of these other two, so it doesn't make sense. So, lighthouse contract it is, and he hands it over. Thank you. And, uh, Bill, was there any letters from Thranazard? Who's Thranazard? Were there any letters for me? Yes. And he hands you two letters again. So the first one I'm sending you is the one from Thranazart. If I can copy and paste it, it might be too big. 
for once, you actually see Dax, like, open it in front of everybody. Normally, you watch them do this. You normally don't watch them do this, because they do it during the evening, when they're alone in their quarters, and they can be all snug and see what the fuck's going on in the world. So, Thranazort's letter is too big to upload as a text message, so... Oh, Jesus Christ almighty. Uh, actually, hey, cool. it's just this one letter. Just Thranazort's letter. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, God. One second. There we go. <laughs> it's pretty lengthy. And, uh... He's like, alright, lighthouse contract it is. And he hands it over. So I will go into my notes and mark off those contracts are no longer taken. And there we go. Thank you, Bill. You're welcome. Have fun. Let's hope so. All right. Oh, I can scroll that yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, okay. You can also download it as a file, too, if you want to. Oh, fucking bless. In the bottom right-hand corner, it should say download message.txt. Oh, yes. Oh, good. Oh, goodness, indeed. Um, All right. To visitor, then. Alrighty. That's what, 73 miles. So that'll be 14 hours on the ox instead of uh, you know, much longer driving, walking. It would have been, yeah. So yeah, fourteen hours. So we're just gonna time skip that fourteen hours because cool. this area is pretty safe. However, once you get to the forlorn forests, encounters can happen. So fourteen hours later, we'll do a time skip. That'll put us at twelve hours. Would be nine p.m. Oh, then you would sleep. Would you all camp the nights so the ox, the aurochs doesn't get exhaustion? Okay. Mm. So after eight hours, we put you at 10, 11, 12, 14, 13, 14, 5. I mean, it depends on the content of the letters Dax running us on. Or... It's a pretty big letter, yeah. so. Yeah, I for, for one moment, like in the beginning, you first see her kind of go like, huh. And then you kind of see her kind of smile like, huh. And you're just like, what the fuck's in that letter? But yes, you are currently on the road to Riddle. Nice. It's about 5 p.m. currently on the road. That's eight hours right there. Just so you're clear. Oh, bless. So setting up camp. Again, we're probably just going to hand wave because it's really not needed in the Crown Lands. Okay. Eight hours would put us to... Oh. an early day to wake up, but whatever. <laughs> Everybody wakes up at 4 a.m. So it is now the 17th. Again, for the people keeping track in their calendars. And that would be the Leanden. And then I said 14 hours. Riddled 8. Six more hours to go to get to Riddle. So 10 o'clock in the morning and get there. During the travel, Druck would like to kind of 
uh, he would like to, I guess, not necessarily bond, yeah, kind of bond with, uh, 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 Dasbul, or Derbur, Derbul, 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 okay, uh, just kind of give him, give him scratches whenever, and, uh, whenever Druk tries getting knots out of his fur, he'll do that for, even though he knows that Ven could do it, mm-hmm. um, yeah, he's gonna just kind of try to, you Alrighty. know, get in the good graces of this beast. Alrighty. Um, around 10 a.m. on the next day, the 17th, um, you guys come to what looks like a ghost town bordering the Forlorn Forest. Um, most of the buildings appear run down and in ruin. Uh, and it, like, super borders this dense, like... And the town borders this dense forest, uh, like a dark, like a super dark, uh, carnivorous forest, all pine trees and stuff, just incredibly dark. And even just looking through the forest, like into the forest from where you are, the sun doesn't pierce the canopy ever. Um, and you have arrived, and you see a little, a, a shitty little sign in front of the town that says "Riddle Population Forty." And it's not like a village. It's a, it's a large town, but the population just says 40. And most of it looks like it's been abandoned and just left into ruin. Uh, I could, let's say Kenna, Dax... Um, yeah, it's, nah, yeah, it's just a ghost town, basically. Not a lot of people live here. Most of it's left abandoned and in ruin. So Druk's probably either heard of it or... You passed through passed it. Passed through it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, as you pull up into town, it's just an eerie feeling, like you're being watched at all times, but you can't see any people. And those people you do see are kind of like peeking through windows, like going, they're kind of like talking amongst themselves and then pointing at the windows and then closing their windows again, like looking at their doors and quickly shutting their doors. Kind of seems like everyone here is kind of like on edge. I don't like this place, but this is one of the first places I went to with a lot of people. I suppose it is not a lot, but it was a lot for me. This place looks like it's in dire states. Oof. Uh, I'm gonna go out in the middle of the street and say, Y'all got a mayor? No answer. <laughs> Y'all got a sheriff? No answer. Around these parts. One person kind of opens their window. It's really fucking early. Yeah. <laughs> it's 10 a.m. Yeah, the ghosts keep us up all night and then slam the window. Oh, it's a literal ghost town. <laughs> I don't get no sleep because of y'all. Y'all not gonna get no sleep because of me. <laughs> I know that reference. Um, hey! <laughs> we should uh, push through this place quickly. 
Yes, I agree. And strangely, as you get in like deeper, like get into the town itself, there's fog like everywhere. There wasn't fog on the road or anything, but this town just seems to be just very foggy. Can I attempt to see if there are any spirits similar to my mother? Uh, perception check? Okay. You won't be able to see them if they're on the ethereal plane, but go for it. <laughs> nah. Just fog. And you all kind you see, of... You see, like, a wisp of fog, and you're like, are you my mom? You Mama? all... Mama? You, you all do hear kind of, like, incoherent whispering at times, just, oh, yes, oh, yes, yeah. In her brains or out loud? Out loud, just kind of, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, like, the odd, like, sound of, like, footsteps, but there's no one there, like, yeah. running on the pavement. You see Druck kind of just have this, like, dead, dead-eyed look in his face, slow blinking during all of this. Armoth, uh, Ven's just like, Armothman, be with us. It, uh, it, it, when, when Ven says that, Dax just kind of goes, oh no, she doesn't do that. Just looking, kind of looks towards him and in her mind towards him just goes, when we have a moment, I need to talk to you about something concerning our Mathnin. Alright, we should wait when my controlling entity gets here. <laughs> when our Mathnin deems it appropriate. Also, yeah, when Sam gets here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't take long to get past through Riddle, but uh, as you are passing through, all of the businesses seem boarded up like, this town sees no commerce whatsoever. The only place that isn't boarded up is a inn-slash-tavern called The Survivor. And it's just a... It's partly boarded up, the windows are all broken. Uh, and you can just hear, like... You can tell it's open. You can see people, like, sitting inside as you pass by on your cart. And everyone's just sitting at tables in silence. No one's grouped up together at a table, just everyone's sitting by themselves. It's just silence completely no laughter no jovial like ha 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 just dead silent ha you just move on past out a riddle and you start to approach the borders of the forlorn forest which are about 20 miles outside of town uh but actually like 12 miles so yeah you get there in like Two hours. So you get to the forest in about two hours. How are the uh, how are the mountains to the right? Uh, they're how are they looking. Like are they are they like snow snow cap no. ones or are they kind of lower? They're lower. They're like red and craggy. They're made of like red oh, rock. Okay. Oh, okay. Cool. And if one of us was a dwarf who would be able to identify it. <laughs> and yeah. You just eventually pull into the forests. Actually, no, before you do, you come to this like little wooden bridge that goes over that river. <clears throat> she has to be two hours later. And it's like one of those wooden bridges from like Sleepy Hollow. That kind of like perched. Covered bridge, yeah. Yeah. yeah and 
Like Beale juice? Yeah. 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 Uh, and it's around noon, and you arrive to this bridge, and there's a makeshift sign that Brooke's familiar with, and I think that only Druk would be familiar with, because everybody, Dax and Kenna would have went over the Taragahar Mountains. Druk is the only one that probably... Nope! Dax would have came this way too, I imagine. Depending. Thranazar. Yeah. <clears throat> um, there's a little, like, wooden bridge, covered bridge, goes over the river. The river doesn't flow so well right here. But you can look down and see it's teeming with wildlife, strangely. Um, and this, there's a sign nestled before the bridge, and it says, in common, Watch out for miasma. <clears throat> and Druk and Dax would be familiar with that these forests tend to... Oh. Not have this them. poisonous mist that hangs in some places. Now that I am uh, with a group, uh, do any of you know what that sign says? Uh, what language is it in? Common, it says watch out for miasma. Oh. Um... I mean, it says look out for miasma. What is miasma? Uh, it's like a poisonous fog kind of thing. Oh, all those. Right, yes. Yeah. And in it, you can kind of see, like, drifting in some places, like this poisonous purple mist. Yes, those made my hair stand on and avoided them. Sorry, I'm taking notes. No worries. Well, I do appreciate the color aesthetic, given my choice, but it I would not inhale it, personally speaking. As you're kind of sitting here looking, the mist, as it's drifting, it kind of disappears, and then reappears elsewhere in the forest, just drifting. Almost like the mist itself is sentient. Um, if we watch it long enough, is there kind of a pattern, or is it random? Just completely random. And it's and it's there's mist everywhere. It's not just like one patch of mist that keeps changing where it is. All the mist seems to do that in the forest. I'm gonna sit down and start ritual casting. Can detect magic. Okay. Eleven minutes later. Right. Is the cart <laughs> stopping or is it going over the bridge? Uh, does the bridge end in the forest border? Yeah, it ends inside the forest. You're at the border right now. Okay, I think I would do like take the car back the cart off the bridge, uh, back to the first side of the river. Okay, and then cast this. Okay, just so there's no accidental collapse. Okay. Knocking on wood. Uh, do I detect anything? Let me check the radius on that. I mean, Kenna will go onto the bridge. Okay. Just don't want the extra last ten minutes. Uh, yeah. Don't detect any magic, and you, well, you get it within like you, the radius does get within the thirty feet of like that mist, and mm -hmm. you still don't detect any magic from it. All right. Um. I guess we just need to. Uh... And I'll have everyone 
Give me... Actually, yeah. Those of you who are from Anundial City, most of all, it's pretty common... Actually, it's pretty common knowledge for everybody that the Forlorn Forests are considered the dangerous, the most... De the deadliest... Deadliest. The deadliest place to travel uh, on the core continent. So this landmass of Anundial, this place, this whole domain, is the most dangerous. Yeah, Dax would know that, and she doesn't like that. Based on, like, what could live in here, the miasma, and other things. Miasma sounds better than choking fart. That's one way to put it. And it looks like it's our road goes all the way through the forest. So it's another way of saying miasma is also this choking fart, but it's also real bad ass gas. That bad ass gas, yes. That's a good, not a good one. It's all right, Derbule. Derbule is just like chewing on like the wood on the bridge. <laughs> I'm gonna cast ritually cast speak with animals. Hey, hey, bud, maybe you shouldn't chew That's, on the bridge. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ten minutes. Oh, sounds good. Yes, I know chew on bridge. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, there's plenty of grass over here. You're welcome to. Sniffs the grass and just kind of doesn't eat it. Is it too close to the miasma? Or, like, the, the scary fog? Smells funny. Smells poisonous. Um. Okay, uh. Do I have it? I do have it. I'm gonna cast Goodberry and give him, give him okay. one. Okay. Okay. Uh, thank, thank you. Uh, no worries, bud. Uh, while I have these out, does anybody else want a good berry for today? Alright, here oh, you go. Of course, are. yes. It should be. Corbin. <laughs> that could help us. Index. Appreciate it. Alright, and we got four more for later in case anyone need. Uh, three more now. Oh, no. I forgot. And just under the sign where it says watch out for my asthma, it says Arrowvran, uh, 20 miles south east. Cool, cool. Uh, and I got four more in case of emergencies. Put them in my pack. Also, if anyone needs to refill their uh, water skins, I can purify nice. the water for you. In the light of Bahamut, I, it will receive its blessing and it will be pure for you to drink. Oh? That sounds very nice. This is good. Yes. Uh, I just know that uh, drinking water here was not so great on the bowels. Yes, no, there is a blessed Bahamut straw that comes, you know, and then you get to purify all of the nastiness out, and you just drink only the purest of drink. Oh, and I forgot to mention, uh, where it says Arrowvran, it also says beside it, no outsiders. In Draconic. Mm, does anyone... Oh. So, 
you don't uh, suppose that the that people will be and drug and dax just to get things like clarified uh drug when you pass through this area you had to go around you just had to walk around arrow ran because I, tr I probably would have not even come to it, okay. honestly. I probably just, like, oh, right. was the probably way you the went. first town yeah, I ever saw. The just, you, the I just headed, yeah. Yeah, the way you went, then you wouldn't have been that way. Just Dax, you would have, Theranazarin would have helped you walk around. Yeah. Erevran, uh, he would have said that it's a, it's a t settlement inhabited by a tribe of lizard folk who do not let outsiders inside. Unless they deem the outsiders food. Dax is gonna relate. Like, they don't. They don't hunt Ooh. people actively, but yeah. if like there's people knocking on their door that are being kind of dicks, they'll just be like, "Oh, come on in." Good. It's basically Jump. just it's basically just a pass around settlement, not a pass through settlement. Hence why it's at a crossroads. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh well, that doesn't sound inviting. No, uh, we will take the. Uh, we'll just. Go around the village. Don't cause any trouble. Yeah, I don't think we need any more of that. Maybe but... hug the mountains or just skirt the city so that. Uh, well, we we have we have to stay on the road for our ox friend here. Yes, that's yes. You're right. It's still easy enough to get around a truck. But before we go any further, I like Dax, like, pulls out the letter, just... Thranazart mentioned that, unfortunately, the merchants did not survive, and most of their limbs and such were eaten by the Fomorians. Yeah. It is a very dangerous area out here, for sure, for sure. But I just thought you might want to know that, considering we're into the thick of it. Nurse, I <gasps> asked you that uh, a while ago. I've been chewing on it, Druk. <laughs> There's a lot in this letter, that's for sure. <laughs> Did you read the translation for what you sent to yeah okay. i did but i don't think that's the right time to just be like sure. hey guys yeah. okay let's yeah. deal with this shit it doesn't really matter in this instance so there's uh some other stuff here truck but um when we're when other things have cooled down and dealt with we'll uh we'll deal with this next all right uh, all right Yes. Dax just folds the letter and puts it back in their bag. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'd hate to spend more than one night in the forest. Uh... Looking at your map, it's going to be... It's a, it's about uh, from here to Swamp Peak. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90. What, 90 miles? Uh, which the Orocs can do in 16 hours, so you're going to have to spend at least one night in the forest. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, how much more travel time do we have before Derbule has exhaustion? Uh, you woke up at 5, left at 5, it's 12. Um, 
my my calculating my calculator's not right yet right now. Uh, you you haven't traveled a lot today, so I think you've only traveled for like. Let me let me double check. I think it, we got to the forest in eight hours. Yeah, and then you rested, and then you've only been on the road for two hours at this point. Okay. Okay. Because you got to Riddle in the morning, and you've only been on the road for two hours, so six hours left to go. Cool. Yeah, so that can get us a decent chunk into the forest, and probably around uh, uh, Erovran. Oh, yeah. Erovran's only 20 miles, so Erovran, you'll be getting to Erovran in, like... Three hours? Uh, four. Four hours. So you can, you'll pass Erovran. Okay. Good. Yeah. Let's just uh, speed run this. Uh, try to avoid being in the forest as long as possible. Yes, this place does not seem friendly. No, Van, that is uh, very much the correct term. Not friendly. Uh, <laughs> and you just Dax. see Dax scratch at their neck. Dax, uh, what type of did you encounter any creatures along the road? I just traveled through the forest. Not on any roads last I was here. Uh, let me roll for there something. Were, there were many things that I encountered throughout your truck, but honestly, one of the worst creatures I have met was more than sentient and wielded a weapon. Werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> ho ho ho. I wish I would have been able to kill them quite easily, but yes. Did you have silver on you at the at the time? I don't know, Ben. It's uh. been a while. Okay. And you just see Dax just like it's just like rubbing that spot on her neck where like you saw her have that scar when she took her shirt off for Ven to clean it. Let's just say there I me and Thranos are dealt with some hostile creatures, to put it that way. And I'm not a hundred percent certain. All of the hostile creatures were dealt with last time we were here. Are we talking bandits? Mm. I'm making me play guessing game with you. I think it's safe to assume that they were... Uh... A little bit more intimidating than a few bandits. Thank you, Kenna. It sounds like they were. Uh, it sounds like uh, street toughs, or maybe they were, you know, um, thick knuckled punch machines. That sounds <laughs> sort of the neighborhood of what you are describing. Yes. <laughs> Some real uh, tough customers, you know, doling out guff. Druck, you think they were theater kids? No, I'm kidding. Theater kids are. They're savage. Yeah, they are. They're, they're the ones that uh, go to 
like knife flipping competitions. <laughs> theater, a theater kid who was producing a play in my school told me I was too ugly to play Prince Charming when I auditioned. <laughs> no! Yeah. 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 They hit you in all the worst spots. Theater kids suck. That's speaking as a theater <laughs> theater kid. Your words cut deep into your heart, deeper than any knife plunging into your chest. <laughs> Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will always hurt me. It's true. So, a stick will get pulled out of your eye, but a mean word will stay in your soul. Like when you are trying to sleep, you wake up and go, "Oh." Why did they say this to me? What did I do wrong? Speaking of theater kids, uh, what are you guys doing? Keeping on moving uh, and then having them rest. <laughs> Once we, we're getting like just outside of Arrowvran, correct? Yeah, that'll be in, yeah, four hours later. You'd just be, you would just be, you'd be basically there at four hours. Cool. Uh, so, Docs. Yes, Druk. I, I don't mean to like to pry, but you are mentioning dangers without that there is danger, but you aren't giving us any information about that. Is that I don't mean to. Dax, roll me a d100. Fuck. Um. Da, 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 da. Roll. 65. Oh, close. One of the dangers was something Thranazert called Will-O-Wisps. <gasps> One thing, Druk. Will-O-Wisps. Um, not the most pleasant of creatures. Their name doesn't seem to be very threatening, but they do quite a lot of damage. Damage. Is it alright for me to assume that Druk hasn't heard of these before? Uh, you're from this forest? You no. most definitely would have heard okay. of them before. Okay, definitely. Okay, cool. Haha, I got Phil sure. Swift on speed dial, baby! <laughs> <laughs> yes, those are definitely ones to run away from. I have not ever fought any. Mostly ran. Uh, well, what do they look like for a future reference? Blinking lights. They are like, like little flames, but without heat. Kenna, have you seen um, fireflies or firebugs before? Uh yeah, yeah, they're everywhere in this in the swamps. More bright, less fuzzy. So I don't like things that don't make a noise. Sorry, Druk. Druk doesn't make a noise sometimes. It's stealthy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, yeah Dr Drug is just like I just don't care about what Drug, you're the exception to the rule and that's I like what you called a, that's what you called a failed joke when you have to explain it. 
Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm playing a character with higher intelligence than I am, bud. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, eventually, the two hours passes, bring it to six p.m. You can tell. Derbul is getting a little tired from his eight hours, so you can set up camp for the evening. Alright, uh, we should definitely set a watch for tonight. I'll go first. Alright, um... Hey, any... I wake up early. Alright, Drex got the last watch. Um, I'll take second watch. I would take, uh, the third watch. Alright. It's settled then. Alrighty. Then. Yes. Would you mind terribly? Um, what was that? Was that the alarm spell you were casting? Yes, I'm doing that right now. Appreciated. <laughs> it looks like he's just taking a leak next to a tree. Of yeah. course. <laughs> I'm making it a, 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 a sigil right here. <laughs> yes. This is me making, using hand motions to make a sigil. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I forgot to do this for today because we didn't do the weather for today. I want someone to roll me sixty-seven d ten. No, don't do that. Uh, that's a lot of damage. That's a lot of dice. I hate I Phil that. Swift. <laughs> hey. I'm so glad I killed him in Beneath the Tide. Motherfucker, he won't die. He's still alive. He's out there in our hearts. Uh, I'm trying to remember who Phil You weren't there. Oh. It was only it was, only it was only Sam and Garrett. Um <sighs> oh. <laughs> all right. our ship's captain. Alright. Someone roll me a d out of the four of you, someone roll me actually Who wants to designate themselves for the D one hundred? I will. Okay. Uh someone roll me a D twenty. I got the 20. Alright. Uh, 8. 8. Normal weather for this fall season in here. But no sunlight gets through, so it's pretty fucking cold anyway. Coin, roll me a d20 for some other stuff. <clears throat> other shenanigans. Glitter die. <gasps> pretty. That is a 9. 9. No wind. Again, thick canopy. Brittany, roll me, roll me a d20 for precipitation. Fuck this up. Uh, nat 20. Heavy rain, but again, doesn't get through the canopy. What does get through the canopy are tiny little droplets, but again, not enough. It's just... Yeah, the heavy rain is just inconsequential for being in here. So, but it's just a... I mean, it makes sense for the humidity. It's what's causing yeah. the humidity. And now, Garrett, roll me a d100. Ninety-nine. <clears throat> Alrighty. As you're all setting up camp, doing your own thing, I assume uh, you're probably not hunting for game because you, you all have good berries. So, so you're all hanging out at the campsite. There's kind of like a shambling noise coming from the bushes to the east. And as you're all like camping, before you, no one has got the chance to go to sleep yet. You see this... You can all thank Garrett for this role, by the way. <laughs> you see this shambling mound of vegetation covered in vines and mushrooms and logs 
inside this shambling mass you can see dead animals that have been just been ensnared in it like little squirrels and raccoons half of a deer and as this shambling mound enters your campsite that's where we're going to go to break with everyone coming back and rolling initiative. Yeah. Justin, that is some good timing on that break. Glory, glory, what a so, hell of a way to die. Well, that can, okay, I'm going to make an encounter map in break time, and then we're going to fight a shambling mound. Woo. So break time, and hopefully a quick one, because I have to go to bed early. Thank you. Let's go. Break time. We are in a campsite that's getting attacked by a shambling mound. So, everyone, please, roll me initiative. Oh, yeah, I should transition you guys over to the battle map, probably. That would help. I did also put you on the wrong one, so that's fun, too. Yeah, I was wondering, what is, what's happening there? <laughs> Here is the correct battle map that I made in two minutes. Damn. All right. Yes, everyone roll initiative, please. Mm -hmm. Rolling initiative now. Oh, yeah, I'm Ven tonight. Ven got an 18. Wow. Druck got a 14. Coin, what'd you get? I got a 15. Nice. Kenna, what'd they get? Three. Oof. Druck, or Dax. 18! Alrighty. You and Ven have the same initiative, so, I mean, whoever wants to go first. I'll, I'll go. I'll fuck shit up. Okay. I'll put you at 19, then. Wait, so... Oh, everybody gets to go before me. Wow. And then Kenna goes last. Alright, Dax, you're sitting at your camp, uh, and you can hear something, like, moving through the bushes to the east, and as it pulls and in, comes into view you see this massive like 10 foot tall 10 foot wide mound of vines and moss and mud and trees and other assortments and there's like creatures like dead creatures also like stuck in the mound like raccoons and squirrels and half of a deer you're up they would have just like seen this just gripping their battle axe and they're running over so they go five ten 15, 20, 25, 30 to mm -hmm. get right there. And they are going to bonus action rage. Alrighty. It needs to make an intelligence save. Yes, it does, please. Thank you. That is a three. I fails! So that's going to be three psychic damage. Alright, and it's done until the end of its next turn. Marvelous. Next, it's next turn, yeah. So it's meaning next it, turn. the turn that's a, that's coming up. Yes. And they're just taking movement, bonus action. Yep. With their great axe, just swings it around, and they're gonna just just hit into that. Go for it. Flavor wise, just trying not to hit one of the animals. Oh, the animals you know, are dead, but yeah. But she's not trying to, like, right. four. Sounds good. Like... Twelve. Thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. 
19? 19 hits as you just connect with this massive gnarled vegetation. That is 12 damage plus 2 from raging, so 14. 14. Just Alrighty. Anything else? They're just posting up in front of it. Alrighty. Then goes next. Then it's like, oh, it's made out of vegetation. Firebolt. For a 21 to hit, hits. And it actually seems resistant to fire damage. And he's like, uh. Okay. <laughs> For six fire damage reduced to three. And movement then is gonna. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And kind of get up behind this tree and poke out if he has to. Alrighty. That brings us to the Shambling Mound. At the end of its turn, it's no longer stunned. Bringing us to Der Buell, who is currently attached to the wagon. So, that's Der Buell. Coin. Each square is 5 feet. Alright, so Coin is going to run as much as he can and pull out the dagger. Okay. And he is going to. Uh, he's going to throw that with as much curiosity as he can. Alrighty. Go for it. Oh, wait, actually, I'm going to, uh, hold on one second. I should have looked at my spells a little better. You know what, I'm, yeah, I'm just going to throw, I'm going to throw it. Alrighty. Yep, so throwing just... it, I'm throwing it right now. Alright. is a 23 to hit. 23 hits. As the dagger just sinks into the shambling mass and kind of it gets engulfed by it. But now... Going to be 10 damage with that dagger. Nice. Wow! You rolled max. Nice. Uh, actually, uh, it's one away from the max roll of three, because I get plus seven on damage. Oh, right. So ten damage from a thrown dagger. Nice. Just... Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> Alrighty. Anything else, Coin? Um, I'm going to do what I should have done at the beginning of this turn. Okay. I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on that shambling mound. Alright. If you fought enough, I'd say you would have cast Hunter's Mark first, so you can roll your Hunter's Mark damage as well. That's your incredibly kind and benevolent DM. Next time I won't do it. That's fair. Yeah. You know what, I'll <laughs> I'll roll it on. I, I rolled six. That's not what I feel like that is. Nothing else. Anything to do on the end here? So we're going to cast that and roll on here, because that's 
That seems fair. Okay. Rolled, I rolled a, I rolled an eagle. Eagle. Well, if you rolled the six initially, you can do the six. I don't know why you re-rolled. I just felt bad about it. Uh, like, oh, I forgot to do the six. Oh, you can go ahead. And okay. Do I'll accept it. I'll accept the one then. That's all right. Fair. Anything That's else? All for coin this time. All right. Brings us to Druck. Uh, oh boy. Um. Yeah, Druck is going to 5, 10, 15, 20. Yeah. And then try to shoot at that thing. All right, go here. for it. Uh, Straight attack roll. Yep. 14 to hit. 14 misses. Shucks. Um, it, well, it hits, but it kind of just gets engulfed by the shambling mound. Just okay. all right. Uh, then um, I'm gonna hop up and be in position in case the mound gets close to our our like, our bull. Like climbing up into the cart. Yeah, that'll be half movement. Five ten left. Okay, so. Yeah, okay. All you're moving to get into it. Okay. Alright. I'm, I'm in position. Alright, Kenno, what are they up to? Um, they're gonna follow Druck's lead and run around the fire. Okay. As their movement. Um, and they're gonna get up right here. Mm -hmm. And then they're gonna wild shape into an elk. Okay. Which is so a large creature. Alright, you wild shape into an elk. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you just made them big. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna do every token yeah, yeah, for every yeah. possible wild. No, shape. no, I yeah. just thought that was funny. <laughs> so you're currently an elk. Yes. Um, and I'm for now I'm just going to uh, try to protect Derbule because I have no more action. Alrighty, that'll bring us to the top to Dax. Great axe. Alrighty, go for it. Uh, 15. 15 hits. Oh, thank fuck. You just <laughs> chopping down a tree. I don't even want to talk about that. That's going to be eight, eight damage, damage total. Alrighty. Anything else? I don't think you got much else. Just kind of square it up and just is ready. Like, she's ready to function. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, That'll bring us to Ven, who's like, okay, fire doesn't seem to do the trick, so how about frost? <laughs> uh, five. He's going to peek out. Move 10 feet to peek out. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50-ish feet away, he can reach with a ray of frost. He's gonna do that. That's cocked. For a 15 to hit, which hits. For 8 frost damage, cold damage, and it appears resistant to cold as well. He's like, okay, so it's resistant to cold as well, everyone. <laughs> 
So four cold damage, and I believe with Ray of Frost. Movement speed is reduced by 10 feet. Alrighty, he's like, alright! That'll bring us to the Shambling Mound, who's going to make two attacks on Dax. Fight me! Uh, 17 on the first one. Sixteen bludgeoning reduced to eight. Cool, cool, cool. And you are grappled by it. And it is then, because it hits you, it is going to engulf you. So Dax, you are currently blinded and restrained. And are unable to breathe, losing a round of breath every round essentially every time you take damage because of the homebrew rules you lose a round of breath what's your con modifier plus three so you have three minutes of breath 30 rounds of breath until you drop to zero and start suffocating a healing creature cannot be just for the just for everybody knows and based on the rules in the books suffocating creature cannot be healed or stabilized until they can breathe just so you know that is per the book uh all right that's its turn then. So Dax, you all saw Dax get pulled inside, blinded and restrained. So while I'm inside it, I could still... Yeah, just with disadvantage. Unless I go reckless, and then, you then have... yeah. straight. Yep. Cool, cool, cool. Um, because you're suffocating, you can't talk. Alrighty. That'll bring us to Derbule, who is just gonna, again... I can't move the cards, it's just gonna stay there. <laughs> Coin... <laughs> Uh, so I would like, uh, if you uh, would be so kind, a DM ruling. Okay. Uh, I th oh no, I think this might this might be. Uh, does that count as an ally within five feet of me if I run up on this fool and take a swing? Doesn't I don't think I don't wonder. I got to talk if pack tactics is if it specifies. Uh, blinded and restrained. That's not considered incapacitated. So yeah, you get pack tactics. Right. Cool. That. If they were, if if Dax if Dax is incapacitated, then no. But because they're not, you get pack tactics. Uh. That's very exciting for me. I'm very happy. That also means Dax man. is like in here. I see that, and I pull All up in it. I pull out the blade. Just start running <laughs> okay take a diving stroke go for it with the platinum fader sphere yes with nice. the platinum oh close to a crit oh i wanted to show this thing off uh so I get a 19, rolled a 19, so that's a 26. Oh, that hits. Just... And that is a slashing weapon coin. That is a slashing weapon. So, as I hit this, um, now I have a question about the movement speed now. If I hit, because I took the feat slasher, yeah. now, um, once per turn I hit a creature with an attack with a slashing damage, uh, you can reduce its speed, yeah. By ten, so uh, if it's already reduced by ten, does that stack? Yeah. With, as well. Yep. So you're you're reducing its speed currently to nada, zero. Yeah. This thing has no speed. Yeah. And I am going to roll 
for that beautiful damage and for Hunter's Mark. Go for it. So Wow. Slashing damage. Yeah, people snack people snatched up some feats. Oh yeah. Got them got them sweet, sweet feats. Um, <laughs> oh. oh yeah, interesting. Okay. Just thinking to myself, I just realized something to myself. That's very exciting for the party. Mm-hmm. I think. First off, I rolled another 10. Okay. And then I rolled... Or no, I didn't roll 10. I rolled a 3 plus 7. It's 5, so I rolled 15 damage. Nice! Just... Respectable amount of damage. And since I rolled a respectable amount of damage, I'm going to go ahead... I haven't used my bonus action yet. I already had that thing. I'm going to uh, use us. Oh no, I don't even have to. It's not even a bonus action. I'm going to say smite him. All right, I'm smite him for more damage. That's okay. two more. Eight. So take off your spell slot. Yeah. As you smite it. Um, as you swing this fader sphert. So this is the first time that you holy see platinum light. Just yeah. Yeah, it's it's because you used it in the wings erupt in a bright platinum light that helps swing. And you all you see him lift off the ground higher than you've seen him lift before. Nice. Sword held as high as it could, and just coming down like a like the downward the downward link stab. Nice. Yeah. We know it. <laughs> yeah, we do. Roll me that radiant damage. <clears throat> I've never played Legend of Zelda. That's fine. Uh, That's fine. Yeah. Ten more. Wow. Image added on to that. Alrighty, this thing's looking hurt after that. The Jack didn't see any of that. They no, just see the fucking just like... blade come in. They're just like, what the fuck? Uh, that'll bring us to Druk. Glowing blade. Right. I'm gonna try another shot. Alrighty, go for it. Okay. Hopefully this one... 15 hits. Huh. And you do get sneak attack. Sweet. Alright, that's total of uh, 21 piercing damage. Damn. Nice. Yeah, that was some good rolls. Alright. What's your action? Uh, yep. I can't really use my bonus action for anything. I probably could have steady aimed, but uh, yeah, I probably should have steady aimed, but you know, there it is. Alrighty. <laughs> Kenna, you are an elk. I am. I definitely am. Um, they're gonna trot over to the other side of this tree and they're gonna like hoof the ground and start getting mm -hmm. ready for a ram and then they're just gonna launch forward and try to ram this thing. Go for it. With the rest of their movement. Yeah. Go for so it. That's gonna... They can attack. Oh, that's a natural 17 plus. Plus five is a 23. That hits. Just poof, you body this shambling mound. Yeah, Um. so that is a d6 plus three plus an additional 2d6 because of my charge ability. That's right. This is just an elk, not the giant elk, right? Yes. Right, okay, yeah. And, um, and it needs to make a strength saving throw or be knocked yeah. prone. Alrighty. D6 13. And it's not immune to prone. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 15 plus 4. That saves. 
Um, but that is 12, 17 bludgeoning damage. Nice. As you slam yeah. into it, your antlers like pierce through it. Dax, you're blinded in here, but you can feel like the graze of like antlers. Uh, I like the image of they like kind of do like a little, they just rip through with their antlers and do like a quick little turnaround to get back into melee nice. with this Nice, yeah. It's looking real hurt after that. <laughs> like, back. Uh, yeah. Dax, start of your turn, you can feel this, you're down to 29 breath, rounds of breath now, and you can feel this shambling mound starting to like squeeze and like constrict. I need a con save, please. On this, on yeah. my thick ass biceps. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't fail me now, Chonkaroo. I totally forgot oh. I had guidance that could have been helping us in earlier. Oh well. <laughs> How does 14 sound? 14 succeeds. You do not take additional bludgeoning damage inside. And it is your turn. What are you doing in there? You're blinded, you're restrained, you're unable to breathe. I'm alive with barely breathing. I'm gonna go reckless so yeah, I get are. a straight attack. There roll. it is. There yeah. we go. <laughs> okay. It's like as they're squeezing, just like, what the fuck? And they go back and just boom. Nice. Man, that was such a clutch move for the for the barbarian just to run up in this thing's grill. Like yeah. <laughs> I, that's Ten doesn't hit though. Fuck you! Oh my god, D and D Beyond, you can go fuck yourself. No, you can't. <laughs> uh, all right, that's your action. That's your that's your action. Nice, tell a story. Yeah. Because you just, made an attack, I, I... you're not losing your rage. So. That's very true. So it's all good. It's all good in the hood. Alrighty. Anything else? No. Yes. Maybe. However, I've just there. There's antlers flying. Dax can't see what's going on. Probably. All right, uh, Ven is going to pull out his little amulet and go. I'm Othnin. Help! <laughs> Scratcher, but uh, we probably don't need it. Uh, and then spiritual weapon pops up and makes a swing for twenty-one to hit. Ooh, for six force damage. Nice. And then that's bonus action, action, it's resistant, but whatever. Firebolt. Nope. Bringing us to the Try not to cook me in here, please. You can't see or speak. <laughs> Bring us the Shambling Mound. It's going to attack coin. Just. I... Dex. Gonna use yeah. my fucking sentinel. Yeah. yeah, I just looked it up. You do not need to be able to see to use sentinel. So, go I have it. a sixth sense. Yeah, go for it. Okay, I'm using my attack. physical oh, dice. That's, this that's time. pretty cool. Oh, that's oh, that's the that's the feat you took it for, huh? Nice. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's actually so. Really this is cool this is because with you and Coin are gonna be next so to each this other. This is with disadvantage though, Dax. Okay, oh. I rolled two dice. Yeah. Because you can't go reckless on a reaction. Yeah. What'd you get? Wait, no! 8 plus 7 equals 15. Yeah, that's right. 
I can math. So, so, <laughs> so you're like you just you hit inside, yeah. Coin, it goes to attack you, and you see it gets like hit from the inside, and now it can no longer. Well, it can't move now, but yeah. Oh, oh damage, damage. There we go, eighteen total damage. Oh, <laughs> it's looking real bad. Uh, but it's still going to attack Coin because it can. Uh, that was almost in that twenty. Uh, that is ten to hit. That misses. And then it's going to swing with second slam attack at the elk. Oh. Bring it on. Uh, for a twenty-one to hit. That definitely <laughs> hit. <laughs> Uh, and the elk takes 15 bludgeoning damage. I am no longer an elk. And whatever damage <laughs> carries over to you. Uh, that's two additional right. damage. <laughs> That'll bring us. I imagine. I'm imagining Kenna just got snooted. <laughs> like, just snooted. <laughs> I'm gonna just skip Debrule's turn and bring us to coin. Okay. All right. Uh,. You know I'm coming hard. You know I'm coming with the new slash attack. Oh, let me bring this on. With advantage. With this swing, you will be free! Uh, that is a 25. That hits. Uh, I'm going to use Hunter's Mark. Yep. I'm going to use my final smite, my final spell slot to smite it. Doesn't look like you might need to, but okay. <laughs> oh, I don't need to. This is all for flair. I've been I've been keeping track to. Uh, I was I've been listening to what you're saying. I don't need to. I'm gonna just blow this thing up as much as I can. Alrighty. Say, call me the salad shooter. Sure. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, these these were, you know what? After all that, total damage of ten. How do you want to do this? Uh, that That's is six hit points. Uh, I, I'd like to just keep cutting it until it's mulched. So like, so one swing starts, and then you you all see there's you wind seen, it up. You've 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 seen you've seen coin seem uh, specifically like a burst of rage. You've seen coin like you've seen Bahamut flow through him, but this is the first time you've seen him like lose it lose it and he starts it's not even good technique it is full body hacks on this thing that just keep coming down like ah, you will release just like like chopping up bits that have already been chopped and viscera and old dead uh, things come out and then the final strike that would like there are pieces you could start to maybe see Dax get out and come through and miss and just like chop there's a free arm chop there's a free leg just chopping and chopping until bits keep coming up and it's just everywhere there are parts only to reveal his uh his friend <sighs> and dax is no longer blinded and restrained as the shambling mound is just lying in pieces on the forest floor <coughs> Coin. <clears throat> Bahamut bless the right one. <sighs> that was, uh, I think that was, uh, 
That was a lot of me. Uh, Coin, would you would you like a good berry? Mm. Thank you. No, I think maybe Dax should get it and I go in to clap a good, like strong clap up to with my with my tiny body to maybe help lift up your arm. <laughs> Try and pull it in. As I pull it in, give you uh, how uh, how many HP? I I got twenty to give you. Uh, I am forty out of forty-eight. Four, 40 out of forty-eight. Well, then I give you all all eight of them to get you. Back. Oh, my heart, my soul. It also oh. means we have a we, we have someone has broken the tie in my kill tracker. The <laughs> 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 lead. Dun, dun, dun. The elk. The elk almost did it. <laughs> Elk was so close. I wanted it so bad. Sorry, Kenna. Still stuck with one. Uh, I want to walk over to Kenna. Just get, give them two of the points. They give you the rest of the good berries. And no, it's just the trade. I say, you will get some next time. Because <laughs> I know that you, I know that they have wanted to. That you have wanted to get more kills, you will. You'll you'll get them next time. Thanks, coin. Dribule's just eating the grass. Mm-hmm. Kind of wanders over to where the shambling mound was and just starts eating pieces of the shambling mound. Uh, oh, I already used. I already used my last spell slot. Dang it! <laughs> I was gonna purify it. And like, uh, there is a humanoid corpse in the well. Yeah, there's a humanoid corpse that kind of cascades out of the mess. They're kind of like, they've been like broken in half d- below the like uh, breastbone. So it's just like from here up, torso just. Um. 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 And they have, this, this corpse, just smelling it, probably been dead for like a few weeks. Yeah, Drux is going to stroll over and pull the arrows out, the, the bolts out. Uh, you can retrieve, uh, basically from the mechanics in the books, you can retrieve half as many uh, that you shot. Yeah, I'll get one back then. Yep. Is that rounded down or rounded up? It's rounded would... down. Dang, I'd really like to try and get the dagger, but like if that means... Oh, the dagger you, could, you can get back. Yeah, dagger's not ammunition. Yeah, if, it's, well, if you shoot one, yeah, you can get your dagger back pretty easily, but... Yeah, ammunition, it's always uh, half of what you've used drawn it down. It's like taking into account, like, it hitting and an object and splintering and stuff like that, yeah. Ben's like, well, that was surprisingly easy. It was... Good teamwork. <laughs> ben, would you... Yeah mind um but dax just looking down at all the random crap on their body from being inside oh yes abracadabra and prestidigitation appreciated does dax have any tears in their clothing uh probably not it was bludgeoning Uh okay then there's one small tear on the pants can I cast mending on their pants? Yeah. <laughs> oh, flex tape can't fix that, but can it can, baby? 
So Kenna, like, you just see the fabric. Yeah, flavor your flavor your mending. Kenna is human gaff tape. They just no. It's what's it called? It's the flex, flex seal. Yeah, yep. flex seal from so the flex family Phil, of products. Phil, Phil Swift is back. <laughs> Phil Swift here with new flex pants. Kenna just slaps Dax's Ugh. leg. <laughs> <laughs> Flex seal pants. To show you the power of flex, we saw these pants in half. That's a lot of damage. Sorry. Um, yeah. Do you think it's safe for us to set up camp now? Or? Yeah, we should uh, finish setting up camp. That would uh, that would be good. I also, if um. You wouldn't mind. I would um, very much like to not be covered in sticky viscera. That was my. Oh favorite. yes, abracadabra. Hmm. Thank you. It's that a good thing good. we cast that alarm spell, or we wouldn't have seen that thing coming. It's the only reason you all were aware of the shambling man will save because of Fen's alarm. Nice. Because those things are pretty good at stealth. But yeah. It's very good. All right. Um. Shall we stick with the same sleeping arrangements that we decided earlier, or have things changed? I would still like to take first watch. Druck's already sleeping. Good night. Sleep tat, Druck. Alright, it's 6pm. It's p.m.? Yeah, it's 6pm, yeah. Good night, Grandpa. (laughs) See you later. Uh... I, I would I would love to maybe uh, uh, Kenna may I perhaps speak with you? Uh, yeah, sure. Coin. They're just like a little startled that they were the one you wanted to solo out after that whole display. So they're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and you have to. Oh my bad. Uh, setting up camp and everything, it's probably more like 8 p.m. That okay, makes cool. more sense. So, uh, what did you uh, want to talk about, Coin? Okay, I wanted you. You had said uh, you've been in Anundial City. You said yes. Practically my whole life, yeah. Okay, I wanted to ask about a specific. Uh, things that I had engaged in and I was I noticed because of the letters um, and how many are the frequent letters that Dax has been doing I was wondering if um, if you had ever had a pen pal Um, I mean it might have been a school assignment once but I sent probably maybe one letter across town, and that was about it. I didn't get a response. Oh. Okay. Well, that is... That is sad. I am sorry for you. I mean, I'm, don't don't pity me about it. I didn't really oh. want to be a pen pal. I didn't want to write to everyone, someone every week. It was a lot of work. Oh, I... As... I... It's not often that people put, you know, pen to paper anymore, so I was excited to see someone doing it, but it's... The thing is, is I had... 
when I finally my mentor had encouraged me to reach out to another member of uh, the, the, the uh, another night worshipper of Bahamut and I had done this at the beginning of my training I was learning how to Yadlin taught me how to write okay and I, I thought that maybe you had had a similar experience with a pen pal I had I enjoyed the, uh, every one of my letters. I received a response for an entire year that I had written. So that was... With the same person? Yes, yes. Uh, a young knight whose name was Constance. And she uh, spoke of her adventures and her... Uh, and her devotion to Bahamut it actually made me it helped me learn how to read learn uh, more of Bahamut's prayers it was I you know as I understood this was something that most young people who are educated in in Anandia city uh, they, they had engaged in and I wanted to ask about your experience um, most of my writing experience came from you know writing advertisements and receipts for the shop so it's more of personal finance and business uh, lingo I mean my handwriting's not great since I haven't done it in a while but it's more of what I used it for maybe next time we I know that I have I feel like I've often talked to all the clerks we have run into and and I've talked to them a lot. I feel like maybe you should talk to them more. It seems like that is your speciality and I am I'm, I'm not I'm not great at talking to people, but I'm also really bad at just letting the silence sit there for too long. Oh yes, um, I am familiar with that. Yeah. Do not I am very verbose. Yeah, so I just kind of speak out of necessity. Um, just because I talk doesn't mean what comes out of my mouth is going to be good. Mm. Well, your business acumen, which is most valuable to this, uh, to this, uh, to this crew, and also, oof, I can I can almost taste the level of pure monstrosity and ferocity that will come out of you in our upcoming battles. You should have heard some of the stuff I said behind uh, some shoppers' backs back oh. in the day. Yeah, we had some uh, unpleasant customers in the shop uh, once or twice. Uh, they just, you know, demanded to get refunds on potions that they drank and didn't have the effect that they were expecting, even though that's exactly what they ordered. And they were like, well, this isn't what I ordered. I'm going to take this to the city. And they, we were like, do it. Um, yeah. That's Nothing came of it. That is a mood, as they say. Yeah, you know, 
uh, I'm just glad that the uh, customer service industry has a has some representation in this uh, party. That I agree. That is, that is good. That there is people who are willing to stick up for those who do jobs that are very hard and very thankless. Yeah. Yup. <laughs> You know, every time I got a letter from Con- from Constance, it was always given to me by Yadalin. So I always appreciate. I should write these this names moment. down. So I want to say thank you to you for sharing, and I feel like I feel like I want to to. I feel like I I, I want to kick those conversations to you more. I think. With more practice, you could, you could be the, you know, salesperson of the group. I think you could be a a, a perfect mouthpiece, because it seems like it's something that you would shine at when you believed in yourself. Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um okay. Uh thank you for your vote of confidence, but uh it will take a while. I can tell you that. Um they're just going to look around. A little herd of wild boars kind of roams into the campsite to eat some herbs, like to eat some like vegetation. See everyone kind of sitting there and scurry off. Okay. <laughs> Hmm. All right. Well, I should be getting my eyes shut. I should be shutting yeah. my shut eyes. Yeah. 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 You know what? Uh, maybe I will think of a slogan that we can use as part of our branding. Ooh, this is very good. This is very very good. You know, just as like a little practice exercise or something. Perfect. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, Coin does the usual ritual of taking off all the armor. He was getting cleaned and then falling asleep with it in his arms back against a tree. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, so, who's taking first watch? Dax. Alright. Since we are where we are, like, once everybody's gone to sleep, Dax would have been like, slowly walking around and like looking around just curious because the last time they were in these parts Mm -hmm. shit went down Mm -hmm. so she's just like on alert trying to like any like ogres wrestling or any shit like that perception check do you have dark vision fuck no with disadvantage Uh, with a disadvantage, that is a sweet, sweet nine. Nine. Nothing ominous. Um, but there's a lot of wildlife here. Like, almost an overabundance, you'd say. Just looking around, there's like numerous birds kind of like flying around, bats. 
and just like other animals kind of roaming in the distance just like an over 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 abundance like this is a little too much but nothing other than that it's a little sus but not too sus yeah it's basically just like eh, maybe, there's, maybe there's no predatory animals here but then shambling mound there's just, it's just again like an overabundance of wildlife and you can hear it all through the forest too, like croaking of frogs and stuff like that. And just under her breath, she's just, it's not loud enough for any of the group to hear or like wake up, but she's just mumbling under her breath, like, Jacoby. And like the group has heard that name before and just like muttering as she's walking around. All right. Nothing else happens for the rest of your watch. Uh, so that's two hours. I believe each watch is two hours. Yeah. So that'll put us to 10 p.m. Who's next? Kenna Alrighty. is. Dax is gonna go over to Kenna and just gently <clears throat> tap them on the shoulder. <clears throat> My watch has ended. Um, may your. My watch has ended. <laughs> there we go. There you go. Uh, may the spirits of the forest watch over you. Mm, yeah. They wipe the drool off their cheek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you too. And Dax just <laughs> puts her back against one of the logs. Just oh, um, before you fall asleep, um, anything to report? There are a lot of animals. A, like a, almost, I do not want to say too many, but there's no such thing as too many animals. It's noticeable though. And yeah, just looking around, kind of you can see like, just in the distance, like deer grazing and like bird, not birds, gnat this time of night, but like bats and like mm -hmm. a lot of bats. Uh, you can hear the trip, like uh, like it sounds like a chorus. Like a cacophony of just like thousands of frogs in the distance. Like it's a lot of just noise, but it's all like natural animal noise and movements. Okay. Alright. Uh, I'm gonna let Dex fall asleep now. Alrighty. Uh, and then I'm gonna cast Guidance on myself. Yeah. Okay. Rolled. Perception check. Perception. That's a 19. And do you have dark vision? Yes. I think yes. the only one who doesn't have it is Dax, okay. Um, yeah, you see a little bit more of the wildlife, but in, like, more detail. Um, particularly, a deer that's standing on the kind of outskirts of the camp has been kind of staring at you all for the last, like, five minutes, just unmoving. And deer kind of tend to stare, like, with the deer in the headlights kind of thing. But you can... That. You can see its eyes flickering from like the deer eyes, like standard deer eyes, to like completely like pink, like glowing pink, and then back to normal deer eyes, and it kind of scampers away. Weird. Um, before I finish my watch, I'm gonna pull out the staff of withering yeah. and just examine it closer. Um, yeah, so wooden staff with a withered hand on the end of it. Uh, because for the first time, they considered using it in combat. Okay. Um, and they're like, "Do I do I really want to trust this guy who gave me this staff?" 
I mean, it looks cool. It can do cool stuff. It's again, it's like this gnarled bit of wood, and at the end of it is this, this like desiccated, withered human hand. History repeats, Kate. Come on, fuck it up. They're just gonna put it in front of them with the hand up. Were you a person once? Just talking to the hand. No response. Gonna... No response. I'm gonna name you Hank the Hand. Um. What's up, Hank? As you're sitting there, you hear a loud like. <laughs> and you look over, <laughs> and Derby will just let out the biggest oh, shit. Just the biggest, the biggest of farts. Oh. And it kind of just like, and then rolls over in their sleep. <laughs> but the hand does not respond. And that deer that was staring at you is gone into the woods. Did the pink eyes look familiar at all? No. Okay. Nope. Um, alright, Hank. I'm gonna tell you a secret. Um, the other night, when I took a bunch of drugs, <laughs> I had a dream vision? Um... And I saw my parents, but then there was like this other thing. And I think I'm saying this loud enough for whoever the next person on watch is like kind of waking up towards the end of what I'm saying. Venner coin. I don't think that was decided. I think it's coin. We'll say coin. Okay. Because I don't want to, it's just, yeah, it's just me then. So yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And then there was another figure that was holding me. As a baby? You think I was adopted? I mean, granted, I didn't look anything like my dad, but like, I kind of resembled my mom a little bit. We had the same colored hair. Um, <laughs> same colored hair. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go wake Coin up. Thanks for uh, being a good listener. No, and I'm just gonna. No, it doesn't respond. Uh, and I'm just gonna fist bump the hand and go to wake up. Can you, you fist bump the hand and one of the fingers kind of like breaks? Oh shit! Um, I, I take the finger and try to cast mending on it. You can put it. Yeah, it, it works. Okay, cool. Oh, sorry, bud. And oh wait, that wouldn't it. that wouldn't have happened because it's a magic item. So the the finger just kind of like it bends at an awkward angle. Oh. Because uh, the fingers are so pliable, you can still move the fingers around. Okay. You basically have a back scratcher. Oh god. Uh, it, so I'm gonna do that and then I'm gonna go wake up coin. Alright, uh, so that'll bring us to midnight. Uh, oh god, hey, you're hey. gonna get up so early. Way up she rises. rises hey. Alright, hey, you can wander over to coin. Oh. I'm gonna lost her again. Yep. Well, coin wakes Perfect up. Perfect timing, though. Yeah. Mm. And we'll, we'll when each K gets back, we can do like a to figure, see if there's anything. But yes, coin. Uh, so I just I get up and I put on my armor and I patrol the camp. I give the pieces of that nasty body an extra kick and I continue. You're you're really quiet. I'm very quiet. Yes. 
or I would be louder than. Uh, I give the body an extra kick as I go by, and I just tra- patrol the camp. Alrighty. Uh, perception check. Yeah, that is an 18. 18. Mm-hmm. Nothing really stands out, just the overly abundant sounds of wildlife. And some pretty nasty smells coming from Derbuel. Yeah, mm. Buell, we should have called you the smell. <laughs> uh, we have good sure. <laughs> Anything else? No, that's I would, you know, just be dancing. Maybe I don't know. No. <laughs> what <All right>. I... <laughs> He's got that song in his heart. <laughs> okay, do you wake up Ven then for the next watch? Uh, yes, I do. I actually actually hold on to. I... Yeah, only four people. So need to watch, you're waking right? up drunk then. Wake up, Druck, and before I wake up, Druck, I can uh, undo the wrappings on the head of the sword or, like, try and, or find something if there is no wrappings. Uh, no wrappings. Okay. And I can find a part of the uh, hilt to do the same uh, symbol that I had on the shield. Okay. That Q uh, and H symbol for my name. That is okay. Um, Alright. Rearrange everybody here. And yeah, you wake up Druck at mm-hmm. 2 a.m. Which is mm-hmm. probably kind of hard to wake him up. Anything eventful? Nope, this is all quiet in the campsite. Mm. Nothing from the earlier watches. Not that I was made aware of. Hmm. Right, you can get some sleep. Mm-hmm. I will do this. Alright. Druk, it's your watch now. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna look around. Perception check. All right. Perception. Yep. Uh, 23. Overabundance of noises from wildlife. Druk's going to try to... It it definitely wasn't this lively the last time you were here. Yeah. He's going to try and clock the stuff that uh, he knows... That all, it's relatively all familiar. Yeah. Um, whatever the... He's going to clock what is probably the tastiest. Like, he's thinking it's going to be breakfast soon. 
So once everybody's already well, you know, if he hears any if he hears any stuff, he's gonna try survival to survival check. He's gonna try to get people some Or nature. Naked. Survival or nature. Alright. Uh twenty. Twenty. Alrighty. Uh, you can hear something kind of moving around in the bushes, uh, like an elk. Mm. It's kind of chewing on some plant life just outside of camp, about 60 feet away, just... He's gonna... look around, make sure that there aren't any other predatory animals, like, currently hunting? Uh, not that you can see currently. Okay. And then he's gonna thunk. With advantage. Yeah. Or still check first, because you're rubbing around the okay. camp. You betcha. That's a 15. Alright, with advantage. Uh, Okie doke. Twenty-one to hit. Hits. Alright. Just, just roll damage plus sneak attack. And my surprise attack. Yep. <laughs> That's just a lot. Uh, uh, 14 plus 11, 23. Just drops no. dead. 25. Just yeah. drops dead. Yeah. And as it drops dead, I need a perception check. Okay. 24. As it drops dead... You can hear movement in the bushes and like in the forest in general. Like all of the forest is kind of coming alive as that thing dropped dead. And then all the wildlife goes suddenly silent. As these massive roots start to like slither through the forest towards the elk and start to like wrap around it. And then just kind of drags the elk out of sight deeper into the forest. Uh, our breakfast. That was my breakfast. I mean, there's all the animals that came out of the Shambling Mound lying on the ground nearby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, remember, last time you guys were in this forest, last campaign was something died. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, Druckle just kind of take note. He lost an arrow in that, or a bolt from that. Yep. For sure. <laughs> That one's not oh, coming yeah. back. <laughs> that would have gotten dragged away as well. Yeah. But that would basically put you at the end of your watch, unless you choose to go after it. <laughs> no. no, he... I mean, if he's familiar with the area, he knows not to... You're not familiar with whatever area. that was, though. Okay, oh, okay, okay. Cool. That still... That still reads for him as something that he doesn't understand and therefore should avoid. All right. So that brings you to the end of your watch at four in the morning. And everybody, as you will wake up <laughs> at four AM. Everyone gets the benefits of a long rest. And as it is a new day, it is the eighteenth now. That's where we're gonna end the session for the week. So that's that. Cool. Good times. Was it?
Hell yeah. Was it? Was it? And that means there's a tie again in the kill tracker. So! We'll be back oh. here next week, everybody. <laughs> Good night. Good night. <laughs>